Yo, welcome to the Proof Positive Podcast, sharing a collective of stories from artists, creative entrepreneurs, and visionaries, real stories, and living proof of the positive impact that happens when encountering God's amazing grace. Stories of their journey to purpose, calling, faith, and creativity, all while discovering the God who loves them and called them to create. Stories we hope will uplift, equip, encourage, and renew mindsets and give you hope. This is episode number five, featuring small business owner, shop owner of Collaborative Coffee, Robert Lopez. Okay. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining for, gosh, this is episode, I don't even know what episode this is. I think it's four. And I am so excited to have a very special guest with me today. We are actually in his uh, cafe in Lakewood. And um, he has been such an encouragement. I have seen him on Instagram. And I actually was just really praying about um, where to have like this podcast event that we first even launched the podcast with. And God kind of led me to collaborative through clicking through Instagram, actually. And now I'm in this space. And I'm so excited to introduce you to him. He is a believer. He is an encourager. And um, gosh, he owns Collaborative Coffee Bar in Lakewood, California. A, a friend that I've come to know since um, the beginning of like January of 2020, Robert Lopez. So Robert, I would love for you to introduce yourself, um, kind of share what you do, um, more about collaborative and want to know more about like just gosh how you came to know the lord and so that's a lot of information but um please share yes yes no you're totally fine yeah. uh well my name is robert lopez i'm 30 years old and i own and manage collaborative coffee bar here in lakewood california um my vision for my shop for collaborative was the whole purpose was to collaborate with other small business owners as well as small business coffee roasters and provide a space for people to not only gather but to collaborate get to know one another and also have great coffee um, of <laughs> course um, but my journey on getting to how I got to know the Lord was man it's been already I want to say 12 years when I first gave my life to the Lord I was 18 I was a senior in high school in Long Beach and I remember not knowing the Lord at that time. My life was kind of dysfunctional. Um, I was lost. Um, I had a lot of emotional distress um, in my life at that time because I was struggling heavily with my identity. Uh, my identity specifically in my sexuality. Um, I remember one of my friends, her boyfriend, had invited me to a Bible study and this was, I could still remember the date. It was in March of, of back then in 2009. Yeah. Um, he had invited me to my first Bible study. Um, and I remember going, it was a, a Baptist church in Long Beach. And it was actually hosted, the Bible study was hosted in Lakewood. Mm -hmm. And I remember wanting to go to that Bible study because I was like, man, like there has to be something else in this life. Um, because I just remember feeling lost. I remember feeling broken. I remember feeling lonely. 
and just all over the place emotionally. Um, and I remember being at, in that Bible study, it was on the Thursday night, and I was greeted by my friend, by all, my, all the people that I knew there that I got to meet through the church. And I just remember um, my friend from high school, his cousin was actually giving the lesson that night, and it was just about God's love. It was about how much uh, God loved us that he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for us. Um, I just remember that night after he had finished sharing the message about God's love and you know how much he loved us and how he created us. I just remember at the end of that night, he had asked everyone in the room if anyone wanted to give their life to Jesus. And I remember weeping. I was literally weeping so much, but I think it's because in that moment, I, I knew, I had a feeling God was speaking to me. Wow. And I had this conviction of man, like God wants me to just give my life to him in this moment. And I just remember crying so much. Like I've never cried that much ever in my life, but I just, I, I think it was just God encountering me in that moment and just hearing the truth for the first time. Yeah. And man, I, I raised my hand and my, that my, friend's cousin had prayed over me and um, everyone just prayed over me and it was such a beautiful night um, I just remember the heaviness that I was carrying for so long for so many years um, God had taken it away um, but God had just removed all the pain that I that I was that I had carried um, my identity um, he, he helped me fix that um, I also you know, I also went through uh, sexual molestation as a child. So I remember God in that moment was beginning to start the journey of my healing that night as well. Wow. Um, so you, you could only imagine everything that I had carried for so long, the, um, the confusion, the emotions, everything. Um, and that one night, like I met Jesus through that encounter, through hearing his word, hearing the word. That is so powerful. It's it's amazing how God can just like pursue us and you have no idea like one invitation can change your mm -hmm. life, right? Yeah. Um and I actually have been following like Robert on his journey because I mean I, I don't really know you very well, but going through Instagram, you are so brave and courageous and for you to share so much being so vulnerable and sharing your heart like that takes so much courage and so obviously God has done so much in your life for you to want to share it you know and um, that is just a living testimony of God's goodness in your life praise the Lord and um, like going through that much life change and going through that especially in this season you're sharing so much actually i know we're kind of going off of the topic a little bit because mm -hmm. we're going to talk about other stuff but like um how did you get to the point of you even being courageous enough to share it because that's a lot you know yeah um man on instagram like i just felt i just knew god didn't want me to just keep everything to myself mm -hmm. um other people i knew knew needed to hear it because I just felt like God wanted me to share because there was others struggling, others who have been broken, others who were lost, others who can relate to my story. And um, I just felt like God wanted me to share on Instagram. He wanted me <laughs> to share. 
yeah he wanted me to share just just what everything that I've gone through and I felt like mm-hmm. um, through sharing through social media I knew God was going to speak and I knew people were going to receive through what through my story and what God did and for God to get the glory yeah. and so people would know also that they're not alone so good like you're going through that that healing journey and going through like just even finding your identity how did like looking back and I know gosh it's been 12 years like what has God impressed in your heart that you're now like no I know who I am and I could be confident that no matter what I share of my past I am you know a child of God like what has been like some maybe milestones in your life that you can look back like no I know my identity like I know who I am you know and sorry this is like going into a different topic a little bit but I just feel like it's that's amazing that God yeah. is doing these, this work in your heart. So, um, so with the milestones, um, definitely, and I'm going to be specific. Oh, but, nice. Okay, I'm uh, glad you're, you know. I kind of pulled a question that I did not yeah. tell you about. So sorry. No, you're good. No, you're good. Um, I'm going to be specific. Well, mm-hmm. um, I would definitely say I felt confident in who I was in God by the age of 25. Gosh, I'm, you even know the age. Um, but I'm 30 now so that was five years ago but I would say it wasn't easy um getting to that place because even in the first few years of me serving the Lord um I just remember struggling a lot struggling because I knew I I knew there was a God who loved me but I struggled accepting his love Mm. I knew he loved me but my view of of my heavenly father was distorted because I didn't have a a good foundation of my earthly father so having that it distorted my view of my heavenly father so i think the first few years i struggled with i still struggled as my identity as a christian Mm. and in accepting his love Mm -hmm. um and so i remember being 25 and i just remember this i just remember i think my healing like took a you know finally happened at the age of 25 because I just remember coming to a place before God and I just remember God I I'm tired of feeling tired I'm tired of struggling I'm tired of just going through the motions um, of, of, of doing church but then still struggling with my identity as a Christian as a son so I remember just coming to a place where I completely surrendered to God and what I mean by completely surrendering I mean completely giving my heart fully to him mm-hmm. because sometimes i believe as christians we can give only god half half of ourselves or part of ourselves mm-hmm. but in in reality god wants all of you yes he wants your mind heart and soul like yep, yep. he wants you completely surrendered and when you completely surrendered wow like god will just completely change you like mm-hmm. from the inside out yeah. and i remember just being confident after um just talking to god relationally just praying and talking to him hearing from him and just waiting on him and mm-hmm. him just confirming my my identity as a son mm-hmm. and i think that's when i fully not only healed but fully stepped into i would say my calling and also mm-hmm. just my sonship as a son as a you know as a son in him wow 
Uh, that just reminds me of like Jesus, like before he started his like public ministry, like the Lord affirmed him in baptism and said, this is my son whom I'm well pleased before Jesus even did anything yet. Like he saw him as a son first and he was already pleased with him. And that's, that was that moment for you that the Lord was pleased with you regardless of anything of your past regardless of what you haven't done yet for him um he's already so pleased with you because he's made you made you to love you and so how beautiful is that and i know there might be people maybe on this podcast thinking oh i want to hear more about business i want to hear more about how how'd you get a coffee shop up i want a coffee shop up honestly i can go we can go into that that's easy we can probably finish that in like two minutes but i think like Sometimes the things that matter the most, you need to have a certain heart and mindset to be able to carry God's dream. Um, because if you don't know who you are, if, if you don't have confidence, and I struggle with it too, um, it's very hard to move forward no matter what. Like it, you will, when you fall, you don't, you're gonna, you don't know who to hold on to. And if you hold on to God, you know you're gonna be okay um which leads me to like another question of mine that leads to the next question is you said calling so what do you feel called to do and like we're gonna get into how did you get into collaborative how did god give you vision for collaborative because um it's what it's gonna be two years now yeah it'll be two years this year when's your anniversary june June 22nd (gasps) my gosh so that like there was God planted a seed, and I would love to hear you share. But how did God plant that seed? How did it grow? And you did mention you know your calling. Yeah. So that's kind of big. So please elaborate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so my calling. Um, yeah. Let's get into that. Yeah. Um, I knew um, that God wanted me to encourage people mm. to. Um, encourage people by sharing my story by sharing my testimony Um, the most thing I was afraid of as a Christian was to share my story because one I knew my struggle in struggling with my sexuality is almost I would want to say almost a taboo in churches today it's not spoken as much as you would think and Um, the thing that I didn't want to share the most is what God delivered me from. So I was like, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know that's the one thing. It's kind of like, not that one, God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, man, like, all right. Like, this is this is the thing that God wants me to share. But this is the thing that I'm not most comfortable sharing. <laughs> and it's just like, no, God. that's like so much, like, courage. You don't even know. Like, yeah, and I was just like, man, Lord, like. I, I just remember God telling me, like, you need to share your story because there's others that are going through the same thing that need to hear your story to be set free and oh to start their God. journey of healing. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> I remember struggling with the Lord. And I'm like, God, but I mean, but I remember um, feeling embarrassed. And I remember in the, there was a moment when I told God I'm embarrassed. And I felt like the Lord prompted me and checked me in that moment and said, it like, why, why are you embarrassed if I'm with you? You're, I'm, you shouldn't be embarrassed. Like, you are not the same person you used to be um and i think that's when i i had like a a oh moment in a good way where god was like speaking to me and reminding me like 
no no like this is you are no longer the person that you are sharing in the story i've redeemed you like and so i remember like okay this is the calling that god has placed on my life god wants me to share my story wherever i go whether it's in person in a podcast like this or on instagram (laughs) god (laughs) yeah just you know like i just remember i'm like okay this is this is my story and god wants me to uh, encourage people I mean, honestly, I just praise God. Praise God. Because, I mean, if you go through the Bible, it's just a bunch of stories about people's broken past, about things that people are ashamed of, you know? I mean, Moses was ashamed, and he, like, ran out into the wilderness. And so um, it's only by the grace of God and his strength that you, like, the fact that he gave you the strength to even share it, um, that was a lot of hard work for him. And he knows how powerful it, I mean, you sharing what you're sharing, he knows the people that are going to be impacted. Um, but yes, you have to go through that journey of like, um, like letting go of fear and letting go of yourself. It's not about you. Mm-hmm. There's people that are hurting out there. And, and it, actually that's kind of like, the whole thing about like I get even the podcast is about stories it's about just living proof of what God can do when you know him like he can transform your heart and your mind and like completely change you um, and this is what happened to you yeah it's like proof of that and it's so beautiful so powerful and so like God's doing this in your own heart how did he get you to the point of like okay you're sharing your story now open up a coffee shop and did you even have experience like (laughs) (laughs) um so it's crazy um so that collaborative um so that took a while i think it was to be honest i think it was god had already known that i was going to open collaborative but it was just kind of um god was prepping me if that's yeah i would say he was prepping me um for that to come mm-hmm. um when was he prepping you like i would years? say i probably when i was 24 23 um mm-hmm. i remember for years um this is before i knew or had a feeling but uh i remember for years i wanted to work at starbucks and i didn't i would never get an interview and i was like man like god like I just want to work in coffee because I love making coffee and I love talking to people and I mm-hmm. I just want to, you know, make coffee and make people's day. Like, mm-hmm. super simple, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember for a few years, I just, I gave up. I think after two, three years, I was like, you know what? I'm probably not going to get a job at Starbucks. Um, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> um, so I kind of put that to the back burner as I was going through school and, you know, working other jobs. Um, but I guess it my uh, passion for coffee really birthed um back in 20 probably 2013 2014 um i had taken over doing uh the coffee house ministry at my church back then nice um yeah one of the (laughs) one of the assistant pastors just saw that he saw me and he just like man you would be fit to do this and I'm like, oh. really? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I think it would be great if you did this. And I'm like, okay. Um, and at the time, all we had was 
and no shame, okay, here, but all we had at the time at the at my old church was a coffee percolator. So I just remember, man, like, I remember dreaming big and having a bigger vision for this, for the church at the time, because it was 200, 200 members. I was like, we could do more than having a coffee percolator and offering more. And what is a coffee percolator exactly? Like, why does it, I don't even know what the difference is. Yeah, so a coffee percolator, it's, it's been around for years, like mm-hmm. for decades. Um, coffee percolators are cool because you kind of just, they're, you plug them in into the into the wall um they're electric and the coffee percolates in the sense that you put coffee grounds on top it looks like a big tin Mm -hmm. um most churches have them but it's like a silver tin yeah Yeah, yeah, and long story short the water just heats up and it shoots through this like uh pipe that leads to the top of the of the coffee and it just percolates up and it kind of wets the coffee grounds and it just keeps cycling until it's caught through yeah but um i just remember having a vision for um the the coffee house there and i remember i was like man i just want to put more like we can do more and i remember adding hot chocolate teas and i remember at one point i was like man i want to have we should have an espresso machine um and we and i think a year in we did and i was running that for the church i wow. just loved it um, I, we, I was able to create a team of, of like baristas. Oh my goodness, God was preparing uh, Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. He was prepping me, and I just remember I was like, man, like I love doing this. But after I would want to say, after a year of doing that, of serving in my church, and then, um, and then after finally getting a job, a coffee job as a barista for Nordstrom's E Bar and Cerritos. What? You're yeah, there. I was there. I Nordstrom's E Bar. See, God even like yeah. He upgraded you. He's like, no, not Starbucks. You're gonna no, work at yeah. Nordstrom's Eve. Yeah, and I was just like blown away because I remember like not getting the interview, but then I got a call back because the person that I got hired refused the job, and then I was the second call back. So I remember getting the job, and I was like, man, Lord, like after working here, after doing volunteering at church, just doing coffee all the time. I was so in love with it. I remember at one point when I was working at the e-bar and doing it at church, I was like, man, God, like, I want to start my own coffee shop. Like, this is what I want to do. Why? And I just remember just like, man, I just love people. I love talking. I love making coffee. I love the whole community aspect, how it brings people together. And I just love it. That's just who I am. And this is what I want to do. And I remember just, you know, sharing that with God here and there, like praying for it here and there. I wasn't actively pursuing it at that mm-hmm. time but i was i think that's when it began mm-hmm. um and i just yeah it began there at, i think i was like 23 24 and wow. i was like man lord if one day i can open a coffee shop it's, you're gonna help me <gasps> look yeah. at that you're already like recruiting god for your dream <laughs> like lord okay so like if i have this coffee shop <laughs> literally you know yeah. like, oh my gosh i just realized something i don't know if you realize you're wearing a shirt that says your story matters yeah yeah oh my gosh did you like no i just decided to wear this today the holy spirit was like no uh, just wear the shirt it's part of there's no video but just wear the shirt <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so hilarious well wow like, I get to see God's fingerprints over your story. Wow, he has his hand on you, Robert. Yeah. That is so beautiful. And then, so you're like, okay. So you go, okay, Lord, I want a coffee shop. So then what, like, how did it start? So, yeah, let me, so let me Gosh. get to that point. Yes, um, yes, yes. So I remember, so yeah, I was working at the Nordstrom's E-Bar for like mm-hmm. a couple years. And I was just like, man, God, like, 
I want to open my own shop. And I just remember having the idea for it. I remember coming up with the name. Mm. Um, I remember just like envisioning it to be here somewhere local, Lakewood, Long Beach. Wow. Um, it's just all in your heart. Yeah. I just, you know, I was a frequent coffee shop visitor. So it was just, I think God had already started the, the process. Yes. Um, but how I got to that point was, and this is how I know it was God because I remember not having all the finances and I was just like, man, Lord, like, I have a vision, I know what I want, and I know how I want it to look, I know what coffee, I know, you know, I, you gave, God helped me create the vision and everything, but I'm like, God, like, <laughs> how am I going to start it? Like, I don't have all the money, I don't have all the resources, like, I'm, like, in my mid-twenties, like, how am I supposed to do this, you know? Wow. Um, and crazy enough, my, I was talking to my dad, and my dad actually runs a business, he runs mm. a, a Mexican restaurant, and, mm. um, my dad, the crazy thing is he's not a believer, but uh, I would talk to him and share with him all the time that I was, I'm gonna start this business, I'm gonna start it from the ground up, if it's a pop-up and then eventually it becomes a shop. Mm. I remember talking to him for about two years about it. He would hear me, we would talk, and I, I remember one night he had pulled me to the side when I got home from work and he was like, Robert, like, let's talk. And I'm like, yeah, what's up dad, what's going on? And he was like, hey, like, I, you keep talking about uh, opening up a coffee shop and I'm like yeah like I'm serious like I'm, I'm saving money and I'm just gonna keep working and I'm gonna do whatever I can and he was like well he's like I've seen you make coffee I've seen how you're passionate he's like I don't he's like I personally don't know anything about coffee but you know what he's like you I feel like you could do this and um he's like I want to partner up with you and he's like I'm gonna invest and I looked at him and I was like what like I just gonna invest I was like, you're going to invest? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I'm going to help you. And I'm like, I looked at him because I was like, man, he truly sees my vision. He truly believes in that I can do this. Wow. And just uh, just to have my dad's um, recognition and and approval for to, and just to also help, um, mm -hmm. that kind of just was like, man, God, like you had to be behind all this because there was no way like for my dad to help me i was like that you know but i think god wanted it to happen so he made wow. a way and i remember praying yeah it was crazy you remember praying what were you praying i was praying like god help me find a way to to open this help me find the finances help me i don't know you you're gonna make a way that's all i remember asking oh and god. he used my own dad <laughs> he's like okay i'll use your own dad and like Put on, put on his heart to invest in you. Yeah. Wow. So it's like, it's so crazy because God was already laying the foundation. Yeah. Like he was already training you how to lead, how to build, how to even make coffee. He even gave you a dad that's in business, like, and like gave you favor with him and dad, dad like had the heart to help you. Yeah. And that's a lot. And then now you're like, what, two years? Yeah, we're about to hit two years in June. Two years! I know. Actually, and the crazy part, that's two years with COVID in it, too. Yeah. That's yeah. two years with COVID in yeah. it. And, um, and so, like, I don't know, like, that's a lot. And, okay, before we even started recording this, 
you were mentioning what the LA Times is did they come here? Yeah, so uh, so one of my regulars, she's actually an editor for LA Times. Okay, just and, one of your regulars. Uh, like, she comes in. Yeah, all one of my regulars. <laughs> <is> like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> she came in. Oh, I know. It's about relationship. Oh, it's yeah. That's yeah. yeah. It's about it's about relationship, yeah. and um, it was just so awesome. Um, mm. My regular, her, uh, her name's Alejandra. She's yeah. super sweet. Um, so awesome. And uh, yeah, she's a frequent customer here, and um, I she I knew she worked for LA Times because she had mentioned it, and I was like, cool. And she had literally just came in yesterday, and she asked if she could interview me, wow. um, regarding how COVID has affected business here, and mm-hmm. and I agreed to, and little did I know, hours later yesterday, it was a it was going to be posted in LA Times for, <laughs> and I was so shocked. I was like, what? <laughs> You're like, um. Now everyone's going to know who I am. Yeah. I guess, like, honestly, this is the timing for such a time as this. The Lord wants to use this story, how he's working through you and through this shop. Because, um, and this is part of the, actually, this is, I'm going to be selfish. This is, I I need this too, because I think in, in, when you're growing in your faith journey, your faith gets tested because God gives you a dream and a vision and then things happen. Things start to yeah. happen. And I think you know this out of a lot of people because I've watched your journey is COVID happened yeah. and things started to be like, what's happening, God? Like, I, I know that you opened doors. You gave me everything. Now this is like, am I still going to, you know, I'm sure you had those moments. So share with us, like, how did you keep going? Like, in forward in faith despite, like, obstacles and drawbacks and just what like you know COVID was pretty intense and I remember you just right now you can actually have people in your coffee house now right like praise the Lord before you couldn't you were doing like a little table out here so (laughs) (laughs) and by the way guys shameless plug I really love their peanut butter what is it, latte? You think better latte, yeah. It's the bomb. I will drink <laughs> that you. all day, every day. If I was not fasting, coffee, <laughs> for Lent. <laughs> but, like, but anyways, um, yes, please share. Like, how did you, how did you get through it? It's been, uh, when, when did it happen? A it year was like ago. a year ago. Yeah, it happened, like, things shut down a year ago. A year um, ago. Man, it was hard. I would definitely say it wasn't easy, mm-hmm. but... I remember uh, just a lot of people, my family, friends, and just God reminding me, like, if, like, okay, like, we're going through this. Is My first fear was, like, oh God, is it going to close? What's going to happen? You know, but I just remember having the reassurance of, like, okay, if, if God opened the doors for me to be open, then he's going to keep them open. Yes. So I think I held on to that. He didn't opened my shop by mistake it wasn't by coincidence Mm -hmm. um it wasn't by my yes part of it was my own efforts but it was definitely the hand of god like god was behind it all wow and i just remember god giving me that peace um i think there's a scripture in philippians that says to not be anxious um for anything but through everything you know through supplement and through prayer like uh submit everything to god um just that prayer of like being 
being reminded to just whatever you go through don't be anxious yes. um, and just submitting whatever your fears anxieties just anything that you're struggling with I remember just okay God like I'm gonna give this to you because you're gonna get me through this pandemic mm. you're gonna get through my business through through this pandemic look at you, you know? just claiming the promise of God <laughs> I had to you know and I just remember like I God reminded me to just speak words of life and mm. to speak life over the situations that I felt were impossible mm-hmm. so yeah I think just wow. holding on to God's word and and remembering that he's always faithful wow and that is very like you know that that requires a lot of intention because as a business owner i'm sure you have to wake up really early and yes like, be here what's like i know this is not part of the question but like how do you keep yourself grounded and planted with the lord knowing you're a business owner you yeah. gotta wake up pretty early yeah. probably drink a cup do you, how much do you drink um, it, it's weird sometimes. <laughs> you know, I say weird because a lot of people, I think, have the assumption that I drink a lot. <laughs> but I, it's sometimes I'll, it's crazy. Sometimes I'll have one cup a day, yeah. or sometimes I'll have like three or four. Ooh. So it just depends on the day. I think it depends on the task at hand and <laughs> what I have lined up. Or also sometimes I'm just actually really in the mood to actually enjoy a cup of coffee. Mm. Sometimes I, I drink coffee to get to help me get through the day or sometimes I drink coffee because I enjoy it. Yeah. yeah I enjoy it. Well, yeah. hey, this is going off a little bit of topic. What is your go-to drink at your own shop? Okay. So, that one's that one's that one's easy. I would say <laughs> definitely it would be an oat cappuccino. Oh, what's what's in the oat cappuccino? So, it's just literally espresso and 6 ounces of steamed milk. <gasps> but I do oat milk, so it's really good. Oh my goodness. Okay try that when I'm, yeah oh my gosh i but i still love the peanut butter latte but what what brings you like how do you stay creative with all of the different like lattes because you had a lot of different ones yeah um you know to be honest um sometimes i'll think of some of the ideas for the lattes but actually my team here they he has a team yes my team they help me literally create new drinks some of the drinks that i have here that people love they've actually helped me you know, and I think that's just God gracing me with a good yes. team, good staff to help me to be creative. Yeah, he gives us when it's his dream, he provides the people. Yeah. And like, how did you even find a lot of the people that's here? Are they people you interviewed or like friends or like? Yeah, you know? it's a, so it's a mixture. Um, some of the, my staff currently, um, right now I have a team of just literally two people and myself, so three in total, mm-hmm. but the two baristas I have working with me, um, one they both been with me the longest. Yeah. Um, but both of them, one of them was my friend for years. He actually would make me coffee. He was my, I he was my go to barista when I would go to a coffee shop. Oh my gosh, this so, is like a shoe in. So yeah, he would make me coffee when I would go visit coffee shops back then. Wow. He was a barista working behind the coffee bar, and he would make me my coffee, and I was just a customer. Um, and I remember at one point when I was when I needed a barista in the beginning stages of my shop mm. I asked him if he wanted to work for me and he you know he agreed and he wanted to yeah. so I had him and he's still with me to this day and then my second barista he was actually a customer oh. so through through relationship, relationship. Uh, he 
love coming here and I remember at the uh, during I think yeah during the pandemic he needed a job he had just gotten uh laid off from a job and he needed uh help finding a job and I needed someone so it kind of worked hand in hand and so you know uh I basically hired him um and is a great worker so yeah. Did you hear that? Whoever you are, you're getting all these brownie points from Robert on a podcast. Oh, it is now going to be immortal now. Like everything <laughs> right. that you just said. No, but that's so beautiful. It's, I think the key word is relationship. And that's how you met your friend, the, the one that was in the LA Times. That's how you met these two people. Yeah. And it's so key with any business um, to have relationships that are very life-giving and that people that you love to work with because you just have so much more joy when you are able to serve with others that you're in community with or just enjoy as a friend yeah so um one of my last questions and this robert thank you for all this it's like just throwing like all these nuggets of hope here um so what is advice you give to someone struggling with their faith or like wanting to find hope and staying faith-filled in this season. I mean, we are kind of, we're now post one year of COVID. So like things are starting to open up in Cali right now. The gyms are opening up. Mm. You can have people in the coffee shop now, praise yeah. the Lord. And um, you can watch a movie now. Um, it looks like it's lifting for the good, but there are some people that are, there's some, like people have lost things yeah. and grieving in different ways and different levels. Um, maybe people are also not doing a job that they love and Mm -hmm. they're like struggling or whatever they may not even have a job Um, like what is something like for you because now you're kind of you're like kind of transitioning into like opening up the shop a little bit more things are a little more hopeful what can what do you say to someone who's like you know what I am a business owner and I'm like really struggling or I'm just a person who's just struggling to find hope right now and stay faith-filled definitely so man um, definitely what I could say to someone who's struggling with their faith or even just with their business or even just in this season um, even yeah with the whole pandemic I would definitely say that it gets better and by what I mean by that is that you know we've already experienced I would say most of the worst of the pandemic with COVID and just to keep holding on not only uh, to your vision and to your passions, but mm. definitely holding on to God because God will never waver. God stays the same and God is always faithful. God is always merciful and God is always good. Yeah. So definitely I would say cling on to your passions, to God. And um, just for those who are struggling, who are feeling lonely, uh, just a reminder that you you are never alone. Mm. There's always someone out there for you, a, a, a friend. Um, there's a community out there for you. Maybe you haven't been in church in a while, but yeah. definitely there's a community out there for you. God is there with you in the midst of your struggles, in the midst of your business struggling. God is, you can put your faith and trust in God because we can, he's, he's our deliverer, you yeah. know, he's our redeemer you can put your trust in him and i definitely would say cling on to to not only what god has done in your past in, with your faith and and you know the good 
Um, but just remember that he's going to get you through this season. Even if it feels like it's impossible or lonely or hard, God is always there. And there's always uh, someone that you can lean on, definitely. I think I'm so grateful for this. Just I'm just so grateful because there was a lot of things that um, there was questions that I had sent Robert, and I just just I feel like just God kind of moved the, the conversation in many ways. <laughs> and honestly, I'm super encouraged, Robert, by your bravery oh, thank and you. how like you know you could have gave up. You know, like, and yeah. be like, okay, God, it's, it's been really tough. But then you kept holding on to God. And um, and now you can, like, you're able to share this with so much conviction and hope. Because the best way is to actually go through it. Like, yeah. when you go through something, you're able to share. You're, you're able to share from a place of experience. And so yeah. um, it really ministered to me. So thank you for sharing, Robert. You're and, welcome makes me feel like gosh i just need to really claim those promises like yeah. you claim them and you spoke life over what you didn't even things that you didn't see so so powerful i hope whoever is listening whoever you are it may be one person two or ten or whatever um we just really pray that you also uh, find encouragement with the relationship with the lord Yes. And that is something that you can find um, just, gosh, by just calling out to him. And yes. so um, if you want to accept Jesus as your Savior, you have that that opportunity. And honestly, it will change your life. Um, it's changed Robert's life. It's changed my life. And as you can see, the story of how Robert has just transformed <laughs> from like, you know, being fearful and telling God no to like, okay, God, let me just go and interview for the LA Times now, okay? So God can use you too, and he can also transform you. And so we just pray that you're encouraged today. Thank you, Sir Robert, for this time and excited to get this out. So. I hope you were encouraged by Robert sharing his story and seeing how God orchestrates our steps and gives us strength to persevere in tough seasons. I loved hearing how God met him through one moment that would change his life and how God orchestrated his steps in learning about coffee, which later would be preparation and the God dream he had in starting a coffee shop. Years later, even in the hard seasons, especially through COVID, God met him and was faithful to sustain him as he spoke words of life into his circumstances. And that reminds me that we just need to keep believing God is with us in every season and has a plan even in the uncertainty. He is always faithful to sustain us and give us strength to keep going. I love hearing how by knowing the Lord and that he is a child of God, Robert, has this newfound confidence to step into calling and purpose in his life. So good. If this inspired you, and if you would like to start a relationship with Jesus, check out the bio for more resources on how to start that journey. Until next time, fam, stay positive, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.